0: Submit the chapter inquiry form on our website, parentsrightsined.com. Hey everybody, this is Suzanne Gallagher, and it's part 10 of Transgender Ideology and Your Public Schools. Beaverton, School District, Oregon. LGBTQ counselor traumatizes third grade boy. This is a story that was just shared with me uh, by a friend of mine, a woman I've known for decades. And uh, we lost contact for a while and then uh, recently had an opportunity to chat again. And she explained to me that when she drove a school bus in a local school district in Oregon, there was an incident. And I asked her to share it with me. She shared a little bit, but... Not the whole story. And so I've been encouraging her to please write it down. Please share all of the details of your story with me. And so I'm going to share that with you today. Buckle up. Uh, You might want to get a cup of coffee and go sit down. This, Just think about this. If this was you, if this was your third grade child, your little boy getting on the school bus and having um, an experience like this. I was a school bus driver for both Hillsboro and Beaverton School Districts from about 2008 until early 2016. I have many stories to tell to validate the information that you share with parents. The one that stands out the most was a third-grade boy on my bus run from Springville Elementary. I believe it was 2014-2015 school year. Springville is a K-8, kindergarten through 8th grade school in the Beaverton School District. One afternoon, while loading my kids up, uh, one of my boys, a third-grader, got on the bus he didn't speak, and he ran to the very back of the bus. He appeared to be in shock. He was the first one on the bus that day, so I had just a few minutes before the bus would begin filling up with other children. I tried to ask him most patiently, what was wrong? He could not speak. I considered him traumatized. I would know this as I've done lay counseling with ministry and in churches. Plus, I've worked in hospitals and medical offices over the years. I asked him, what is wrong? He was so distressed. This was just the sweetest boy, always smiling. But today, he was just beyond my being able to comfort him. He could not speak. He was flushed and his face appeared swollen, like someone who is oxygen deprived, needing to be able to breathe. He was so upset. Again, I gently asked him, What is wrong? Again, no answer. I said, Honey, can you talk? He could not speak at all. I finally walked to the back of the bus to try to talk to him again. He was cowering down in a seat in the very, very back, you know, that that bench seat on the very back of the bus. I was greatly concerned for him. He had always trusted me and had always been such a happy boy. He looked up at me and ran into my arms as I stood there before him. He let out the sound that I can only describe as one of a scream, A scream sob. I mean, he, he, he was crying and sobbing at the same time. He still had trouble with his words. He finally got out the words. They said, I wasn't a boy. I thought I'd heard wrong. So I asked him, I believe at least two more times what he said. He finally began to cry. And he said, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. I was standing up, and he just ran into my arms and cried again. I just wanted to cradle him, for he was truly broken by this experience. I finally was able to ask him, was it bullies at school? That would be the normal response, right? You'd think it was some other kids, some mean boys on the playground. He shook his head. No. It took a while for I was in shock at seeing this poor child so damaged. He finally got it out. It was like a teacher. After asking him more questions and waiting for him to be able to put into words what happened, a few more kids began coming onto the bus. Another child, a girl, said this boy had been pulled aside by a lady that came to school to talk to them about who they really are. The boy shook his head, yes. And that seemed to help him try to explain to me what happened. I cannot tell you word for word, but this is what I recall him telling me. He was pulled aside, away from the other children, by this, like a teacher woman. I am not sure if this was just his class Or more school students. I didn't get all that, but he was taken from a group of children that were with the principal and teacher. But this woman he told me of, and another woman joined her, pulled him aside and blatantly told him he was not a boy. They kept him from the other children and began to work on him. Those are my words and descriptions from the descriptions that he told me i do not remember every detail but i do remember him having great difficulty and pain trying to trying to talk to me and describe what he ha- had experienced he said he wanted to go back with the other kids and he and asked to leave he said can i can i go back with the and be with my friends this boy said they would not let him now this is a good boy He was very well-behaved. He would always do what an adult or teacher or bus driver asked him to do. I asked, who did this? I was ready to take off somebody's head. I had no idea I could become so angry like that. I said, your teacher? He looked out the bus window on the school side and pointed to a woman I did not recognize coming out the main door. He pointed... And said, Her. I told him to wait there. I instructed the bus kids to sit still and that I had to step off the bus for just a few minutes. I went after her. I asked her who she was. What was she doing at the school? I do not believe I really waited for an answer, actually. I was so angry. I said, What did you say to this child? I said his name. She was so high and mighty and said, we help children identify who they are. There were other words spoken between us. She repeated for my oblivious ignorance to her that she was invited to the school to help the students identify themselves. I told her I had a hysterical boy on my bus and what she did hurt him, damaged him. He was so upset. I described what the child was going through. The principal came over because I believe I made a scene with this woman. I told her to get out of the schools. She was not wanted. The principal said, I invited them to help our students. I almost slapped her in the face. Seriously, I I was almost out of control. I hate to admit that, but I really had to control myself with this idiotic woman. I told this woman and the principal, I am going to help this boy's parents sue you for emotional damage. What a terrible thing you did to him. I believe I went so far as to tell the principal, all these kids need is reading, writing, and arithmetic, not to be sexually assaulted by telling them that they are not what they were born to be. I believe what she said was actually sexually damaging to this third-grade student. And I'm not sure what all I said or how loud I got, but I let them both, the woman and the lady principal, have it and have it good. I turned and went back to my bus to take the kids home. The woman that I can only describe as being a lesbian but professionally dressed followed me and told me she was getting on my bus to talk to that boy. She would take him out and take care of him. Not on my watch. I placed myself firmly in the doorway and said, over my dead body, this is my bus and I am responsible for this child. As long as he is on this bus. She demanded the boy. I told her I will never allow you or anyone like you to hurt my bus kids. I will do everything I can to help this child's parents sue you. Get off my bus now. Believe me, I was ready to physically throw her. She got off immediately. I guess I looked pretty intimidating. (laughs) The principal just stood there watching. When I took the boy to his stop, I called his mom to the door. I parked my bus and stepped to the bottom step to talk to her. I told the mother what I witnessed of her son's reactions of what was said and done to him at school. And if they needed me as a legal witness, I would be there for them. She said the principal had already called her. I told her, don't believe anything but what your child tells you. I explained to her how emotionally upset he was. He had time to calm down by then. I believe he was glad I stood up for him. I was told by the mother That she and her husband would talk with a principal whom I am sure played it down like it was no big deal. I never saw that boy again on my bus or around the school after that. I wondered if he had moved to a different school. Bless his heart, I will always remember him. This affected me too. I had no idea this kind of thing went on. That afternoon, after all the bus runs, I returned to the bus barn. As I headed for dispatch to turn in my kit and keys, a group of bus drivers applauded me. I didn't know why at first, but they said, Good job. I realized later a lot of them were drivers at the school where this happened. They were in line with my bus and probably witnessed what happened. Nothing was ever said to me about it. I was expecting to get fired or at least reprimanded. I didn't get either. The incident made me realize I had other times on my bus with students who had gotten on the bus in tears after school. They told me they were instructed not to tell their bus driver why they were crying. I made a point of going to the principal and telling her face-to-face that she was allowing children to be hurt. I told her, I will remember you for that. I don't know about you, but this really has affected me. Um, You know, we know these things do go on in the schools, but in the third grade, you may recall that I shared other stories, the story about the coming out of the third grader in the Stafford uh, School, the elementary school in Westland-Wilsonville in Oregon, uh, you also may remember that I talked about in another one of the series uh, about the Glisson confidentiality guidelines that they ask the school districts to use, protecting the confidentiality between staff and students, and they vow not to tell parents, this is wrong, and it's got to be stopped. Please. Please, if you have similar stories to this or something, something that's not even about the same topic, but if you have these stories, share them with us. Share them with me so that, so that we can expose what is going on behind the school doors. It may be illegal. You may be able to seek help, legal help. And we can, we can facilitate that. Please contact us. Use my contact form on the website, parentsrightsanded.com I'm Suzanne Gallagher. And this is Parents' Rights Now. Please forward this to your friends. Do you know any parents who don't have any time to read lengthy emails? That's what the podcast is for. You have complete control over your access to this information. And you can share it. Share, share, share. Please send it to your friends and invite them to subscribe to Parents' Rights Now. Don't forget to register for the Northwest Safe Schools Summit featuring Walt Heyer, Heidi St. John, Ferdinand Royals Esquire, and Rebecca Friedrichs. The date is Saturday, October 3rd. Shiloh Inn, Portland, Oregon Airport. Check out events on our website. Parents' Rights in Education is a tax deductible, nonprofit organization. We rely solely on your contributions. Help stop sexualization of our students in public schools. Together, we can do this. See you next time to learn more about Parents' Rights now.